You are listening to the Bug Bucks Podcast, hosted by Solomon Earhart and Alan Draper, where they will discuss scaling and growing your pest control company with the goal of helping you become a bug money millionaire. Hey everyone, welcome to the show today. This is the Bug Bucks Podcast. It's hosted by yours truly, Alan Draper and Solomon Earhart. And we're going to get a great introduction from him in just a minute. Before we get started, guys, go ahead and hit the subscribe button, whatever platform you are listening to this on. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss our weekly episodes. We're going to have experts in the pest control industry that are going to help you start and grow your pest control company, scale it, solve problems, deal with personnel issues. We're going to get into all of that in just a little bit. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Also, leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on. The reviews allow us to actually reach further and it allows people to find our episodes, find our podcasts that are looking for it. So go ahead and hit the subscribe button, leave us a review if you like this podcast, and that will help us get more listeners. That being said, let's get rolling. Solomon, I'm going to pass it over to you. I want to know about your companies, your experience in pest control, and just kind of you know, your expertise. Yeah, man. I'm super excited to host this podcast with you as well, too. So I started out in the pest control industry, I think like most people, right? Where it's just super random. You never expected that you'd be in the pest control business, right? And so 2011, I ended up leaving like kind of a corporate position. I was running LA Fitnesses out in Arizona, And I got hooked up with a door-to-door pest control company and kind of just, you know, took a risk on something different because I needed a little bit more freedom in my life. And so I did the door-to-door thing with this company for about five and a half years and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, ended up being really successful in that industry. I I think my top summer was, you know, 400 accounts, but, you know, I was selling a lot higher contract values back in the days when, you know, it wasn't quite common like it is now to sell those higher contract values, right? So... And I was out in Texas mostly, but then, you know, my mom had gotten married when I was like 19 and my stepdad's family all lived in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. And, and so my parents kind of bought a second house out there so they could, you know, kind of go back and forth between Minnesota and, and North Carolina and be close to his family. They convinced me to move out to Charlotte. And at the time, you know, I was like, man, you know, I'm sick of, you know, leaving every summer, you know, every summer I leave, I'm like dating some girl and 30 days into knocking, I get dumped, you know, pretty hard. You know, I'm about to be 30 years old. I can't keep doing this forever. And so I was like, man, I might as well just start my own thing. I know how to sell. Like I can put on the revenue. It's like, you know, and I've serviced a ton of houses. So I think I can get my way through that as well too, and just learn pretty quickly. So what year is that? So that was 2015. That's when I decided I was going to do this. And then I called up one of my best friends, Jordan, who you know I had met doing pest control one summer. Mm-hmm. And at the time he was doing solar sales out in San Diego. And I was like, hey man, let's go to Charlotte and start our own pest control company. And he said, okay. And so that next March, you know, in 2016, we came out to Charlotte, I ended up moving into my parents' house, you know, and starting a Ruza and you know, the licensing in North Carolina is, is like super crazy. And so, you know, we weren't even going to be able to get licensed. And so we were trying to, you know, figure out what to do really, really quick. I ended up figuring out that, you know, we could get licensed in South Carolina a lot quicker, which, you know, a big chunk of Charlotte, you know, is kind of on the South Carolina side of things. And so I got the licensing for that and we got two trucks and got them equipped and, you know, me and him on, 
July of 2016, went out and just started knocking doors and we serviced all of our own houses. I took all the phone calls into the headsets in my phone while I was in the field and we just kind of worked the South Carolina area there and started building up our routes. You know, a year and a half later in 2018, we brought on another partner, a Christian, who came from a, you know, big door to door company. He was a regional there, very, very successful. You know, in that year, we went from about five total employees to 75 door to door guys and about 27 technicians and, and opened in Charleston. And so, Fast forward to now, you know, 2021, you know, we made the PCT top 100 list this year. That's awesome, you know, man. And then we were number 256 on the Inc. 5000. So the fastest, highest pest control company ranked on the Inc. 5000 this year. And we'll be breaking, you know, over $10 million in revenue this year. So super, super stoked. I love the industry. And, you know, I'm just looking forward to doing this with you and, and us working through a lot of problems that we've went through in, in yeah. our careers. And, and hopefully, you know, any of that information or any of that stuff can help some of these other people. So, yeah, 100%. I mean, that growth is incredible. So that's funny that you guys started in July. It Was that because mm-hmm. of the licensing? Yeah. Like you couldn't we get rolling like, earlier? We just were, we're way, I mean, I think it was the day I got the licensing, you know, in the mail or whatever it was. We just, we had the trucks kind of already ready at the time. And we just, it was like, it was funny. It was like 3.30 PM, you know, and we're like, <laughs> we like got it. We're like, do we wait till tomorrow or do we go right now? And we're yeah. like, no, let's go. And we went just out go and, for it, yeah. and we, yeah, we went and started knocking. And I think I actually sold the first person I talked to. Really? And he's still a customer to this day. So that's awesome, man. I remember his name, you know, word for word. That's awesome. You know, I, it's those stories are so cool. Like, I don't know, I get chills listening to startup stories because I have my own, right? I was a practicing attorney. I went to law school and I practiced litigation in Phoenix. My first job out of law school, I practiced big live, worked for one of the biggest law firms in the world and you know a lot of grunt work. And then I switched over to kind of a mid-sized firm, got more courtroom action and things like that. And I actually, a lot of times people ask me, hey, did you start a bug company because you hated practicing law? And I didn't, man. It wasn't that. I just wanted to be a business owner, right? And so, you know, that's 2015, spring of 2015. You know, I'm living in Phoenix. My brother's living in Salt Lake. You know, he was still in the industry. He's been knocking doors since 2007, I think. Yeah, he's an OG. Exactly. Yeah, (laughs) safeguard, pest control. Old vantage guys, right? But good guys, great guys. We're going to actually have those guys on the show at some point. But you know, we kind of got our heads together. I, you know, loaded up my family. I had a two-year-old son and a six-month-old son and packed up everything, quit my law job and moved to Detroit, Michigan. Nice. (laughs) You know, I always tell people the, the people that have the hardest time understanding why. And when I would tell them back then now, you know, after the fact, it's like, you know, we've made some money, we've had some success. It's different. But when you're when you quit a well-paying legal job after going to law school and the hell through, you know, you go through law school, the people that had the hardest time understanding what I was doing, I took the bar, studied for the bar. The bar is a nightmare, man. But the people that had the hardest time understanding what I was doing and why I was doing it were my law school classmates because they were there shoulder to shoulder with me during those three years and studying for the bar exam. They're like, what? You're going to go start a bug company? 
Like, what are you doing all after all that work? You know, I mean, I, I didn't really yeah. get those because, you know, I was a college dropout. You know, I was not made for the college field. And so, you know, I got into sales. And so, you know, yeah. this is probably the only route for me, you know, to be uber successful, you know. So, but yeah, yeah. coming from, a, from law, you know, to this, that's huge. Yeah. And that's the thing is that, you know, for me, it was all about building something. It was cool that my brother was my first partner you know, being able to do that and actually kind of rewind a little bit. We both worked for Safeguard. I was kind of on the technician side. Brent was selling door to door with the intention. The reason why I went out to tech was to kind of learn the operation side so that we could start a pest control company back then. So I, I can't remember. I think it was 2006 actually. And, you know, we weren't properly funded, weren't mature enough. We just couldn't get our ducks in a row and it didn't work. And so some people ask me if I've ever failed in business, and I think everybody has on some level, right? Yep. Failure doesn't mean the doors were shut, you know, and you have to fire all the employees. But that was our first take. And then after that didn't work out, then I went to law school, practice law. Our first revenue was in March of 2015. I remember it was, you know, I remember Brent's out there knocking and I was in the office getting some stuff organized and I just kept texting him. I'm like, dude, did you get to sell yet? Because I, I didn't know if it was going to work. And he sends me a text back and he's like, dude, leave me alone. Like, I, I need to be able to focus. <laughs> and shortly after that, we had our first customer and we out, went out and serviced it and everything. And then, you know, the rest is, as they say, history. But since then, yeah. we've Detroit was our first branch. We now have eight branches in seven different states and we'll add several in 2022. So the growth is is there and just a lot of success. It's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I love the bug business. I love it love because it. it's kind of got this stigma, like this blue color stigma, but it's not sexy at all. <laughs> no, it's the opposite of sexy. It's like janitors, bug guys, right? It's like, yep. Yeah. I still love like when I'm out in public and people are like, oh, you know, especially in Charlotte, you know, it's a big finance city, right? Everyone's bankers, stock. Is it really? I didn't know that. Stock trader. Yeah. So Charlotte was number two finance right behind Behind New York York? City. And then one of the San Francisco banks bought a bank in Charlotte. So acquired those assets under Hmm. management and just had surpassed Charlotte at that, you know, from that purchase. So it's big banking area, right? So when you're out and everyone's like, oh, what do you do? I always like to joke. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in pest control. Like I don't say anything else beyond that. I'm just like, oh, I'm in pest control. And people are like, oh, pest control. Like you like spray houses. And I'm like, yeah, you know, spray houses. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now a ruse is became a lot bigger name right. in Charlotte. So it's like, sometimes we'll be out. And if it's like, you're wearing a Ruza stuff, people will be like, Oh, Ruza, I use you guys, you know? And, and that's kind of cool and fun, you know, to like actually work in the city that I live in now. It's kind of exciting. That's cool. Yeah. So the headquarters of Proof are actually here in Phoenix, where I live, Phoenix Metro. And this is our smallest branch. And so it, it's really funny because when the same thing happens to me, and they're like, oh, you're you're in the pest control industry. What company do you work for? And I tell them proof. And unless they're my friend, right? Like they've never really heard of it. This is our smallest branch. Yep. But it is kind of cool this transition from, you know, because lawyers, that's the thing. Lawyers are looked at as, oh, they're intelligent and powerful and wealthy. And I guess to some degree that's true, right? But I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. I make way, way more money than I did, you know, practicing law. 
And I'm assuming I make more money than not that that's the end all be all, but just talking about the stigma, right? Of what people think. But anyway, the bug business is a good business. Yeah. I mean, as a lawyer though, it's like, you got to be building the hours to make the money, right? Exactly. It's like pest control, man. I mean, you can make that money while you're sleeping almost even. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the thing is that, and, you know, talking about why we created this podcast. So I actually had a podcast originally called, my first podcast was called Start and Grow Your Pest Control Company, focused only on pest control, right? And we had so many listeners and it was such a successful podcast, but just for my career and the direction that it's heading, I pivoted into talking about business generally. And that podcast is the Business Growth Pod. But the need, as I saw it, right, it didn't stop just because I did something else, right? And I still have quite a few listeners. I'm sure there are listeners right now that listen to my other podcast as well because they started listening to it because it was a bug pest control focused podcast. But, you know, I think that the pest industry is an underserved industry for a lot of reasons. Marketing, the marketing companies that are out there focusing on pest control companies are just not at a very high level. They don't provide what we need. And there's some other areas, but definitely with information. I think one of the problems, Solomon, is in some of those groups, and I created a group, Start and Grow Your Pest Control Company on Facebook. Make sure to add. If you're not a member of that group, make sure to go there and add. But the reason why I started that group, the reason why I started the podcast is because there's this thing about pest control company owners, right? PCOs, operators, where they want to help people, which is good. In most cases, it's good. But I was noticing in some of those other groups that there were PCOs that were sole, sole practitioners, so you know, sole operators that were advising other people on how to hire people, right? Personnel yeah. issues. Doesn't make sense. There were PCOs giving legal advice. Just yesterday, somebody asked this complicated tax question, and I responded saying, don't look for that information in this group. So anyway, that was kind of the essence of, you know, start and grow your pest control company podcast. And this is, you know, because we have you, Solomon, this is like, I mean, this is going to be next level. It's going to be fun. I mean, looking at the guest list that we put together, you know, for these episodes, I mean, honestly, I'm more here on this podcast to just learn myself. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And it's cool because of that, you know that guest list that we've put together, we are going to be bringing on some of the big names in pest control. We're going to be bringing on guys that just started too. You know, we're going to provide this kind of spectrum of guests that speak to different issues. Because what I've noticed is there's issues that I faced several years ago that I don't really think about anymore. Right. So we need the guy that's in his first year, right? You agree with that? Yeah. Well, the other thing is too, like you were saying, you know, there's these pest control groups or these, there's these pest control podcasts and, and they're people, you know, that are just starting out are going to those groups and asking very technical questions, whether it's legal advice, tax advice, you know, and things like that, HR advice, right? Where, 
you know, people in that pest control group, they, we don't have the experience or the understanding to answer those questions. And so, you know, that's why I love some of our guest list too, where it's like, they're not even in the pest control business. They're lawyers, they're, you know, HR people, they're payroll, they're collection yep. specialists. You know, it's like all these people that if you were to take all these people and put them in their knowledge into the pest control business, you're going to be a leader in the industry purely. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. And that's true. Like we have people that some of them aren't super familiar with the, you know, pest control industry. We have, we're going to have marketing experts on here that that's what they do, right? They're a marketing expert. And I always tell people that being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, it makes me feel like I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none, right? Which I'm okay with that. I think it's a great spot to be in. If you're an entrepreneur, I'm able to attract you know, talent, very talented people that help me that kind of put me up into that, you know, expert. I have tools that experts have, but because as a business owner, you're not necessarily an expert in giving legal advice or accounting advice, you know, we're going to go get those experts for them. Yeah. I mean, the, the real thing about an entrepreneur is, you know, understanding all those little things and, and being a jack of all trades to where you understand it just enough to exactly. talk about it. But then you hire the people to actually do the work, right? And it's like, those are the people that we're going to be bringing on here a lot of times that are the people who actually know how to do the work, not just talk about it or ask some questions. Exactly. And the goal is, I try, as we're interviewing a guest, my goal is to ask questions that I think our listeners want to know. What is going to help our listeners get to the next level with their pest control company? And, you know, as we're going throughout this process, use that group to reach out to us that start and grow your pest control company. I'm the admin of the group. Solomon and I are admins. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons why I started the group. I can control, I can delete comments. There were a bunch of comments from that thread yesterday that I would have deleted. This guy giving advice about, you know, LLCs being taxed as S corps and all this stuff that he shouldn't have been saying. But if you have topics, if you have questions that you want us to talk about, questions you want us to ask, let us know. Reach out to us. You can reach out to us on Facebook. You can post directly in that group. Another thing is we're going to do some episodes, just Solomon and I. I feel like we have, with our companies and the growth specifically that we've experienced, we haven't been in the industry forever. So we're not the guys you come to if you have a German roach infestation in a large apartment complex and you can't figure it out. I'm just telling you, okay? Do I know somebody that could solve that? Yes, we both do, right? But we're the people that you come to. This podcast is designed for people that want to scale their company, right? So in terms of longevity, you know, between us, we have over a decade of experience in pest control, probably more than that, a decade of ownership in pest control. But the way we've scaled our companies, understanding the numbers, we've got to be in the top half percent of all pest control companies in the world. And that's what we want to do, right, Solomon? This is kind of our objective is let's help people overcome problems they're not getting legitimate answers to, and let's help them scale their companies with whatever that means to them. Whatever their vision is for their companies, that's our goal, you know, to get them there, help get them there. Yep. Yeah. We want to help make pest control millionaires all the way across the board. 
you know, and just answer all the simple little questions that everyone is, is searching for, right? There's, you know, I remember when I first started, I mean, I was texting and trying to call any single person I could and, and ask, exactly. as many, I'd ask as many questions as they would answer. I would just keep asking until they were like, Hey man, I got to go. Like, I got to let you go. <laughs> yeah. got to get off this phone, you know? And it's like, that's how, I mean, I had no idea about business when I first started, you know, at, at all. I knew how to sell. That was it. Yeah. And that's the thing is that I think a lot of people, you know, we're going to talk a lot about the e-myth. I talk about Michael Gerber a lot because I think most businesses are founded in that way where somebody has this technical skill. Solomon had, you know, this sales background. I think a lot of our listeners are technicians. We will be interviewing PCOs who started in in the office, which is a little more rare, but they're either technicians, salespeople, worked in an office, but that's that's the story, right? In 95% of the cases, they come from the industry and they bring a skill set that's valuable, but by itself, it's not enough. Well, Solomon, what else can people expect from listening to this podcast? Yeah. So as this podcast is based around you know, starting, growing, and scaling your pest control company. Some of the guests that we're going to be bringing on about every fourth episode, we're going to be bringing on a pest control owner operator at different stages of the business life, right? So ones that are just starting out. And then as the revenue stages grow, you know, maybe 2 million in revenue, 5 million, 10 million, 20 million or employee size. So as we go through farther down the seasons and the episodes, we're going to bring these people in. We're going to be asking them questions, trying to figure out, you know, what have they experienced through that starting their business that maybe they would have done differently, that maybe they would have wished they would have done. And mm-hmm. then also what problems are they dealing with? You know, hear their story. And then, you know, after those episodes, we're going to recap you and I on a one-on-one basis. And we're also going to try to then provide solutions for their problems that that person maybe was facing. So maybe that, you know, by coming on our podcast that we can maybe give them some stuff to take back to their business and provide, you know, quick results to help them turn around things as well too, solve problems. Yeah. I love that because it's going to be really practical and it's going to be tangible, right? I mentioned this just a little bit ago about how you know, as you progress, you're facing different things, right? It's just like as a child progresses, you know, they're not throwing fits when they're three worried about, you know, getting enough candy, whatever in middle school, then they're worried about, you know, social pressure. And and it's the same with the company. As you progress, as you grow, you face different things. And a lot of that stuff, you and I, frankly, we might be a little out of touch with. So we're going to bring some of those guests on so that they can talk to our listeners and help them with the specific things that they're facing and give some really tangible advice about how to get to the next step, right? So what I try to do personally is if I'm trying to attain something in my life, get to you know the next level, I'm looking at people that have already done it, right? And they have done it recently so that it's fresh on their mind. And I think that's what we're going to do with this podcast. We're going to give that information. We're going to have people on here that have, you know, attained this level that our listeners are wanting to attain and give them the keys to get there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and if you're just starting your pest control company or haven't started your pest control company yet, I mean, you'll be able to listen through all these episodes and really, you know, almost make a playbook of some of the things that you're going to have to do or handle as that business grows. And then it's also one of those things where you're going to be going back to those previous episodes as you start getting to those areas 
and figuring out the things that they were dealing with and the problems and then, you know, with the solutions and the people that we bring in on how to solve those things. I mean, this is going to take you from, you know, zero to where you need to go at any stage, right? You can see all the around the turns ahead, right? I think a big thing in business is you're not always able to see around the curves, exactly. right? And until you get there and, and it's like, we've been through a lot of that stuff, but bringing these different people and in these different stages, you know, if you haven't even started yet, or you're, you know, less revenue than some of these companies that we start bringing on later, you'll be able to see around those turns before you even get there, you know, and yeah. so you'll know what to expect and you can plan accordingly for it. I wish, I wish I could have planned accordingly, you know, on a lot yeah. of different <laughs> things that I experienced, but, you know, I had to learn the hard way sometimes too. Yeah, no, I think you hit the nail on the head, right? Where we're going to be, you know, with with an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, pest control industry, it's tough to know what's around that, you know, the proverbial corner. And we're going to help them know so that they can take steps to overcome those challenges and to meet their goals, whatever their goals might be. That's the ultimate purpose of this podcast. It really is just to get good information out there and help the pest control owner reach their specific goals and execute their vision. Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I'm even here to get my questions answered, right? I can't wait till we get to the episode where we have a hundred or $200 million pest control owner on this podcast, you know, so we can start seeing around those corners, you know, exactly. who knows what, what those guys are dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Well, this is great. This is our kickoff show. Don't stop listening. If you have 30 minutes, make sure to check out episode two. Don't stop listening right now. Go ahead and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and leave us a review. There's great things coming from the Bug Bucks podcast. Solomon and I are super excited. We're going to add as much value as possible and make sure to reach out to us. Make sure to let us know what you want to hear about. We're creating this podcast for you, for our listeners, for the PCOs out there. Yeah. And I'll let you have the final thought, Solomon. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm just, I'm super stoked to do this, this podcast with you, Alan. I've had a lot of respect for you in the industry and just, you know, a lot of that stuff. And I, I feel like we're both at very similar stages in our business. And so I'm super excited to see where we grow while doing this podcast as well too. So I'm just super stoked. And yeah, like he said, reach out to us with any questions so we can make sure we're providing content that you guys want to listen to. You know, I wish I would have had a podcast or a group that I could have asked all my questions to when I first started in 2016, but there wasn't one yet. So you guys are in a very fortunate situation. So just shoot these questions to us. And if we can't answer them, I guarantee you between the two of us, we know somebody who can answer those questions for us. Love it. Perfect, Solomon. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. We're excited, you know, and Solomon and I are going to continue working to build the next generation of bug money millionaires. So until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Bug Bucks podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please show your support by subscribing and leaving us an honest five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you, and we'll catch you on the next episode.